Welcome back to another ARM analysis. My name is Molly Higgins. My name is Rolando Martinez. I'm Andres Vandez. And so today we're going to be taking you through the story of a son and a father. And the son has just gotten back from a war. And the father is struggling to understand where he's coming from or how to relate to him or communicate. And so <clears throat> we will be um, using some stories um, to tell this story. Um, one of those is Editha by William Dean Howells, which is about um, a girlfriend who pressures her boyfriend to go off and join the war. And she has this very idealistic view. She represents America's view of heroism, which we will get to in this story, of her boyfriend as being this war hero who has to do something to earn her, her honor. And so, um, and the boyfriend goes into the war and he dies, but this doesn't really affect Editha as one would expect because she has this delusion of heroism. And so another story we'll be using is A Soldier's Home by... What's he about Ernest, er Ernest Hemingway. Yes. yes. And A Soldier's Home is about a soldier, a young man who's a soldier, and he's getting back home from the war, and he is also struggling just to adjust um, to come back to life and his family has concerns about him. And so the third story we're going to be using is what Th the things they carried by Tim O'Brien. And this highlights some soldiers in the um, Vietnam war and how they just really struggled to get through every single day. And so in this story, you'll really be able to see the theme of, America's viewpoint about war in the dad because the dad will be trying to understand his son and really supporting his son being in the war thinking he's a hero while the son represents the viewpoint of actual soldiers how they in contrast to the heroic depictions of the father the son is really just struggling and has been through a lot of hard things and is more opposed to the war than someone who has not been in the war so so what kind of themes are we going to be hearing in this story? So some main themes highlighted in the story are um, the idea of heroism, the struggle of war, as well as the impact that war has on individuals and their families. Um, in the story, you will hear edited quotes from these texts in order to make a... In order to make piece together, to illustrate what is happening. <laughs> Morning, son. Morning, Dad. Your mother made us some delicious breakfast here. Eggs, bacon, and toast. Yeah, she did. And what's this? You're only having that? One slice of toast? I'm not that hungry. Shouldn't a hero like you be able to put down a whole platter of bacon? <laughs> hero? Your mom and I were so proud of you when you decided to go to the war. I know it took some convincing from us, but we knew you'd come around eventually. And if you could do something worthy to be a hero, our hero, it would be better than if you had done it before asking us. It would be grander. Besides, I had believed in the war from the beginning.
So implemented above is a small excerpt from Editha, and the actual quote reads as such. But no, it flashed upon her. If he could do something worthy to have won her, be a hero, her hero, it would be even better than if he had done it before asking her. It would be grander. Besides, she had believed in the war from the beginning. So what do you think this means when we analyze it deeper? Yeah, so in this part of the story, um, Editha is just trying to convince um, her boyfriend mm-hmm. to go to the war. And um, it's just a por- the portrayal of society at the beginning when the war is about to start. How like they have pride in their country. They are... They're just trying to like um, change the perspective of other people in yeah. order to um, yeah. So like by describing him as a hero, in a way, the parents almost like idolize him and have like romanticized views of the war. But like, I guess if you were the soldier in this case, mm-hmm. and you actually went to war, how would you feel about the whole situation of? Like when your parents tell you you're a hero in this, but you know the actual reality of what happened. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think it's a human um, feeling to like, or like a good feeling, like a good human feeling to feel like proud of oneself and that like society feels like, feels proud of you and yeah. idolize you. However, yeah. like, we, I don't know if people like who didn't go to the war at this point, like, realize this kind of, like, the kind of stuff that the soldiers had to go through. Yeah, definitely. And I think that um, George had an idea of this because he, like, in the story, it talked about um, his father yeah. and how he had gone to a war before and it didn't go so well for him. That's true. So um, war always comes with consequences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if, um, I really don't know if, like, I don't know what my decision would decision would have been. Yeah, it's a very difficult decision. Do you know what you would have? Um, I honestly, I think I'm in the same same boat as you are. Like, I get how society feels about being proud because you're you've done something that's uh, at this point it'd be seen as incredible. Um, however, like you actually experiencing the stuff and you feeling it and having these like psychological thoughts about what actually happened i think it starts to get into your head and you realize that maybe what society has portrayed as heroic isn't as heroic and it's much more dark and the thing is like it's just not being proud as an individual but like as a group of people yeah so like if you didn't go to the war you would be like left out from like You'd be left out from the expectations of society and be, um, be looked down upon. Yes, definitely. Molly, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I completely agree with what you guys said. And I also think that it's important to notice here that, like, in this story, Editha is not the one going to the war. Just like in this story, in our story that we're telling, um, the dad is not the one going to the war. So, like, the ones who are not going to the war... Um, think of people as heroes because they're they're not the ones who have to put up with it they don't they're not the ones who have to put up with the struggle so it's a lot easier for them to put it out of their mind and I think that's where society gets this like adventurous view of war especially in the time period in which Editha is written and it can still be seen today when we like idolize soldiers and war and all that kind of stuff you know son You've been back here for a week, and your mother and I love having you around. 
But don't you think you should be looking at some schools to go to? I don't know. Gonna apply to any jobs? I don't know. Son, I understand it's, it was tough being in the war, but you have to get back to living eventually. Look around you. Charlie Simmons, who is just your age, has a good job and is going to get married. The boys are all settling down. They're all determined to get somewhere. You can see that boys like Charlie Simmons are on their way to being really a credit to the community. So this quote we improvised is from um, A Soldier's Home. Mm -hmm. And um, the actual quote reads, Charlie Simmons, who is just your age, has a good job and is going to get married. The boys are all settling down. They're all determined to get somewhere. You can see that boys like Charlie Simmons are on their way to being really a credit to the community. Um, what do you have to say about this text? Um, I think when describing this in the actual text of A Soldier's Home, uh, it's his mom who's talking about um, Charlie Simmons. And I think his mom his mom's thoughts reflect societal expectations without his actual, like without regard to his psychological damage. So she doesn't really know what's going on internally. And I think we talked about this in the previous analysis, um, but it's like an attempt for um, an attempt to get his life back in order, I guess, to return to a normal living standard. But in my opinion, I don't think it will be like super successful because like I said, they don't understand what's going on internally in his mind. Yeah, so it seems as though, like, before he went to the war, he was a normal port, uh, person, yeah. and he was actually ex um, excited to go to the war. Yes. However, the text also says that um, by the time well, he came back a little late from the war, mm -hmm. it, like, the second, like, wave of people who came back, and so, like, all the, uh, the proud... Um, adventures it had had already been told to society by the other people so he had like that uh, he like lost that sense of pride mm -hmm. he couldn't like basically like express yeah he couldn't express himself as well um yeah so um another thing i think uh it's important to focus on is the dad's perspective now in this script that we made, it's the dad, but in the actual story, uh, when it's just him and his mom, I think it's important to notice, um, like, I guess the the background of the dad. So, like, it see it almost seems as if, like, he was excited to go to war, but, like, his dad had something to do with, like, pressuring him going into war. And so that's why, like, towards the end, it, he describes how he didn't have a good relationship with his father. Um, but I, I think... In that sense, there is pressure, like you have said before, from society, and I think it was represented through the father. What I thought was really interesting was that he mentions his father, but like he never like quotes his father. Like mm -hmm. he never like actually sees his father in this text. He doesn't. He's always in his room, and when he's out of the room, he's like eating breakfast um, with his mother. But yeah. like his father is never in that, uh, like the environment in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. So like. It demonstrates that, like, even after the war, the parents might be proud, but they're, like, they're still, they're, I don't even know if, like, worried is the word to describe his father at this point, but, like. Yeah, I know what you're saying. They're, um, 
they have other expectations for him now. Yes. Since he's back and like he has to be um he has to deal with that normal life. Yes. Dad, I don't want to talk about this right now. What do you mean you don't want to talk about it? I know you think I'm some kind of national hero, but you really don't understand what happened over there. <sighs> Son, I understand I understand things must have been pretty rough over there. I know the temptation must have been exposed to. I know how weak men are. So the real quote here from A Soldier's Home is, I worried about you too much, Harold. I know the temptations you must have been exposed to. I know how weak men are. I know what your own dear grandfather, my own father, told us about the Civil War, and I've prayed for you. I pray for you all day long, Harold. And so I think the important thing to notice here is that, so this is coming from a part in the story where Harold, the soldier's mother, is talking to him, and she knows that he's not acting right, kind of just like the dad in our story knows that the son isn't acting right. And so as they can still make the reasonable assumption, even though they have this like idealized version of war in their heads, they can still make the assumption that like the terrible things they saw during the war messed them up. And so Harold's mother is like trying, I think she's trying to make assumptions about what, about what she thinks he went through in the war because really like temptations I'm just going to, like, make an inference here that, like, temptations... Well, like, this man has, like, seen people getting shot and killed and all that. So, like, temptations, it makes it seem like like some, like some a less big of a deal than it is. So I think this is just an example of society, and especially people who are close to, like, soldiers who know someone who's been to war. Society, like, knows that soldiers have been through rough things, but they don't always get it quite right. And they do care, but it's just they sometimes just make assumptions instead of listening. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think it's also important to know how our, how his job during the war affected him. So uh, the text says that he was too young to actually fight in the war. But, oh, you're talking about the author? Yes, the author. Mm-hmm. And so the position he took in war was an ambulance server, as we found out through our research. And so this might affect him even more than, like, an actual soldier because he doesn't have that, like, pride, I guess, and, like, yeah, and, like right. actually fighting. But he, like, sees the, like, the more traumatizing part of the war, which is, like, people suffering yeah. and death. That reminds me of that other poem we wrote. Yeah, that's what I was going to Uh-huh. Not wrote, read. Uh, uh, the the wound dresser. Yeah, the wound dresser. It kind of, like, in that poem, he describes, like, how he wasn't actually a soldier um, because he couldn't have his because of his like physical situation. But um, I think throughout like his like descriptions and all of the diction he used, he really portrays how like how like not like like how terrifying it is and how I guess gory and bloody everything is. And I think all of that just sticks with him, and he's just gonna keep it in the back of his mind all the time, and it's always gonna be there. And I guess society doesn't know for sure what happened. They know something's wrong. And in this case, like, um, they try to empathize with how they feel, but they don't actually know what went down. Yeah, same thing for um, same thing for this author. Dad, 
You think you understand the kind of hardships I experienced over there, but you really don't. I don't think you or anyone else who hasn't been in a war will ever truly understand what it's like to think about your friends and family when you might never get to see them again. That must have been difficult. I would try to focus on my mission, but it was hard when I was constantly humping everyone in my life. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, ha. I should have mentioned, to carry something was to hump it, as when I hump my love for my family and friends up the hills and through the swamps. In its intransitive form, to hump meant to walk or to march, but it implied burdens far beyond the intransitive. Uh, so in this um, this part of the script, the actual um, interpretation comes from uh, a small quote in the things they carried. And the actual quote reads, to carry something was to hump it, as when Lieutenant Jimmy Cross humped his love for Martha up the hills and through the swamps. In its intransitive form, to hump meant to walk or to march, but it implied burdens far beyond the intransitive. Uh, so from reading this, what, what can you depict from it? Yeah, so... The text opens with um, Jimmy Cross um, talking about um, Martha yeah. and his love for her. Mm -hmm. And it seems really awkward at first that um, he keeps um, repeating that he wishes that um, Martha is a virgin. Mm -hmm. And while it may seem weird at first, um, we can tell that Jimmy Cross really, um, he has the desire to be at home, to be living a regular life. Yeah. And so by when one thinks of a virgin, uh, one thinks of like purity and innocence. Yeah. And so I think that um, uh, Jimmy Cross has been through a lot in the war, mm -hmm. like um, several of his friends have died. Yeah. And so I think that he feels all that pressure and responsibility. Yeah. And that is why he keeps mentioning like, a romanticized view of regular life in a scene that is not the war, but like home. Yeah. And I think to add on to that, um, yeah, like you said, he, he definitely has these um, ideas and he gets very distracted when he's in war. And I think this gives some, um, some insight into like uh, going back to the whole thing when he says to hump it, which also seems a little weird. Um, it gives insight to something that's a little bit intangible almost focusing on like the idea that the burdens aren't necessarily necessarily physical, but rather psychological. And in the text, there is a lot of like, he describes um, the guns and all of the um, items they carried. But at one point, he also describes how they also have to carry the ghosts. And I think um, what that meant is they have to carry uh, like the burdens of all of the people they have killed and they have to keep that in their memory. Um, oh, so that was your interpretation of the ghost? That's how I interpreted the ghost. How did you interpret oh, it? Oh, it makes sense now. Although, when I read it, <clears throat> I interpreted it that um, they were carrying their ghost. So, basically, they were carrying their own spirits. Yeah. And so, what I thought was that, like, they were ready to, like, they are basically, all the soldiers were ready to, for whatever came. Like, yeah. So, like, they, they knew that they might die and... Mm. That's why they were carrying their ghosts. Like anything, uh, like catastrophic, could happen at any point. Yeah, and I think both of those interpretations make sense in, in either view. Um, and going back to this whole thing, when he says um, he humped his love for Martha, I think when we um, just remember that whole iceberg and going down deeper into it, 
Um, I think Cross doesn't – I think he longs not for Martha's love, but I think, like you said, for his normal life and for the innocence he used to have and for all of that purity because um, through everything he's been through in the war, he's – I guess he's lost that sense. Mm-hmm. Son, I know it was really hard for you to hump during this whole time, but just remember – you had a greater purpose for doing it all. You helped the United States beat those guys. Doesn't that help you feel better? When you consider the good this war has done, how much it has done for our country. So the real quote here is from Editha, and it's when Editha has just learned about her boyfriend's death, and she had talked to her boyfriend's mom, and her boyfriend's mom kind of like gave her reality check but like she has she is so idealized in her mind that she does not that her perspective is easily changed once at this part in the story when she talks to um a woman at a flower shop and they talk about how people are overreacting and the war is good for the country so the quote is i suppose there are people who feel that way about war but when you consider the good this war has done how much it has done for the country and so this really represents how um, society is really quick to forget the terrible, terrible things about war, especially when, like in America, we are never really impacted by the war. Like we're never really, we're never really like invaded or like bombed by other countries. So when we are di this disconnected from the war, but we still have to like put our tax dollars into it and our country supports it, then the public is often just like misinformed about the war. And because of this, they um they make assumptions about the morality of the war in order to feel good about it in order to feel to feel prideful so this editha has just seen how much how the death that war can cause but she is still so like determined to be proud of her country that she that she decides to just um view it as something that's good for the country yeah, so like in this case, when Editha talks to that lady, um, and that lady tells her this this quote that you just read, I think it just confirms her belief because when she did go um, to his mother, and like you said, she gave her a reality check about like how not only was she affected, but the other mothers were affected as well, and she kind of almost in a way denied it. Um, and once talking to this lady, it confirmed her own belief and how like society thinks just like as she does. Yeah, I think something to add to this is that um, throughout the, te the, the text, um, we could see that Editha was a rep like direct representation of America. Mm -hmm. Like, there were many details that just... Um, like her hair and her eyes and her face in the moonlight. Yeah, like her actual physical appearance yeah. just demonstrates that she's she's the basically, like, the expectations in view of society mm -hmm. in, like, all the wars. And... It shows that Americans will like, it's, they, it will take a very long time until like Americans see war as like a, a tragedy, a tragedy, like not for themselves, but like for other people who are in the war, like the opposite side. Exactly. Yeah. And also in our story, you can see that the, you can see that the sun is very like, the sun is less likely to agree with this. Oh, we'll talk about that in the next analysis, but Basically, we can see that this is, like, in direct contrast to people who are actually involved in the war. 
Yeah, so like going back to what Andre said, um, Editha represents like through physical and I guess through her actions, uh, a representation of America. While the actual soldier, um, he represents the soldiers of America and what they actually have to go through. Dad, just stop it. That doesn't make me feel any better. Why not? Aren't you proud of our country? Of your country? No, I'm not. Just because our countries are in conflict, why do we have any right to kill people? They're people, just like us. If you saw them, you wouldn't support the war anymore. But you and everyone else don't see their humanity. You thought it would be all right for me, your son, to kill the sons of those miserable mothers and the husbands of those girls that you would never see the faces of. They should have killed me first. Then I wouldn't be living with their blood on my hands. So this quote is from Editha, and it's from the part of the story where Editha goes to visit her boyfriend's mother um, after her boyfriend died in the war. And Editha is still caught up in this idealism where she isn't really sad that George died because she still thinks that the war was just a really good thing. And we see her, mo- you see his mother become sort of like a voice of reason. So the real quote is that the mother is saying, You thought it would be all right for my George, your George, to kill the sons of those miserable mothers and the husbands of those girls that you would never see the faces of. I think, my God, he didn't live to do it. I think, my God, they killed him first, and he ain't living with their blood on his hands. So we see George's mom, like, take on the values that George kind of had before he left for the war, where he was questioning the morality of the war and the morality of killing people and all of that. And, um... Editha, we think we see that Editha is kind of an outlier because she does represent just the views of American society as a whole. But for the most part, people like George's mother who are affected by war, who have like a family member die from the war, they are the ones who are most likely to see past the idealism and see the realism of the war and say that this like this isn't okay. Yeah, so to support that, um, George knew that there would be consequences um, to going to war, but he still decided to join because of the expectation and the pressures of society. So a comparison I wanted to make between the text is um, between um, Soldier's Home and Editha. Um, I wonder if the position that they had in the war affected how um, they would have reacted when they uh, yeah. after the war, like their aftermath. So I noticed that um, in Soldier's Home, Krabs was really young when he went to the war, so he probably didn't have a really like high-ranked position in the army, mm-hmm. like in the army's hierarchy. However, uh, George was a, like a big commander of the army, so it shows that he had like a lot more pride mm-hmm. for what he was doing. Definitely. Um, so I wonder if... And that pride was partially why he joined the war, I think. Yeah. So I wonder if he would have been, like, if he would have survived, like, would he still be acting like crabs? Or if he, that would have, uh, like, his position would have changed his alienation to society. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If you look at the things they carried, um, Jimmy Cross was a commander 
of the army, but just because he was the commander of that unit, um, he still, as we can clearly see through the story, he experienced so many terrible things, just like all the other soldiers did. So I imagine that he would experience the same kind of um, mental baggage. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Jimmy Cross was a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So one question I'd like to ask you guys. If George came back, let's say he did come back, would do you guys think he would still marry Editha? Hmm. That's a really good question. Interesting. Very scandalous. Spicy. Um, what do you guys think? I think, I don't know. I think that there's a chance that he could because after going through all of that, he might be like, well, I have to make it worth it. Like, I might as well get something out of it. Mm-hmm. However, um, George's mom would probably not be in agreement with Definitely. the marriage. And his inner morals, too, after yeah. he'd seen all that. So there's probably also a good chance he'd, like, dump her. Tell her she's dumb. Tell her she's dumb? Yeah. I don't know what to say to you. Me neither. I'm sorry. You're right. This war was fought for a purpose. I'll look up some jobs online I can apply for. That's right, son. You're a champ. You can get through this. I guess. I don't know if I can. <laughs>